Hello, lovely, and welcome to the MLM Mom Podcast. This podcast was created for the mom learning, adapting, and growing her business. Tune in every Thursday for a new episode with stories, tools, and giggles from myself and other business industry leaders. I'm your host, Josh Whitehead. Let's dig in. Hello. Hello. Hi, beautiful. Hi, how are you? Amazing. How are you? I am fabulous. I'm very excited about this. Can you hear me properly? I love it. I can. Can you hear me all right? Yes, perfectly. Amazing. Well, welcome, welcome, and thank you. I know you're traveling. You're all over the place, so I really, really appreciate you being here. It's my absolute pleasure, grandbaby client. Yes, dude. I love this. I was like telling Easton before I hopped on. I was like, it's on its couch. So for those uh, <laughs> the people listening that don't know you, will you give them a little bit of background? Of course. Oh my gosh. Well, do I just jump into this right now? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I basically started my coaching business in a really awkward time in my life. Um, I didn't really know that I was going to become a coach. I'd always been in sales and I'd actually become leading in the industry of uh, live sales demonstrations. So if you've ever seen on TV, like the sham wow or the slap chop or any of those crazy things that people sell, <laughs> I used to sell those things. That's so cool. And um, I was very good at it. I really enjoyed it, but it's not like it's purposeful work, but I made a lot of money doing it. And um, I had a boyfriend at the time we were together for almost seven years and I was like trying to motivate him and get him to, to, to be, you know, successful like me, but he didn't have the selling the way I did. He was good, but he wasn't extraordinary. He preferred the corporate side of things. Mm -hmm. So we managed to get him a job at, as my manager. So I was like the trainer. I would teach all the people how to do it. I would do the sales and then he would manage the operations. Well, there was a moment where I just knew that this guy, I had to break up with him. I loved him so much, but we just were not right for each other. And when I broke up with him, he fired me <gasps> from my job. So I went through a very rough time. I didn't really understand personal development at that time. Didn't really understand, you know, taking responsibility for things, emotional intelligence, like all that was foreign to me. So it was a lot of blame and, and hate and just unhealthy emotions. And I, I brought myself to a really deep, bad, ugly place in my life to the point where I, uh, I lost everything. I went bankrupt and I was just so emotionally distraught. I just wouldn't ask for help. I was so ashamed. So when I was 25, I went bankrupt. I was living in my car in the winter in the parking lot of a Canadian tire, which was like a hardware store in Canada. And I just felt like my life was completely and totally over. And I just didn't really know what to do because it felt like 25 it was so old. I felt like I just ruined everything in Canada. When you go bankrupt, you don't get credit for seven years. I was like, I'm not, I'm going to be a failure. I'm never going to do anything with my life. So I really was in a horrible place and I had no idea how to get myself out of it. But through, through crying and having really awful thoughts and kind of being directed into the personal development world, mm -hmm. I started listening to podcasts and I started listening to audiobooks and things like that. And I, I discovered like personal empowerment and I fell in love with the area of relationship coaching, like what makes women tick, what makes men tick and how to really get your power in relationships. 
And um, it kind of started, my friends were calling me having issues with their relationships. And because I'd read all these books and listened to all these podcasts, I kind of knew what to say. Mm -hmm. And then I started really diving deep into it in my own dating world. And I became like a relationship expert, (laughs) but I did it all underground. I, I started a business a little bit like Hitch. Like I was, I, I did everything that. invisibly. <laughs> it's so silly, but I didn't have a website. I didn't even have a business name. I was just the invisible coach. And I would help people, you know, take responsibility in relationships and change the energy around. So just turning marriages around and healing relationships. And it was so amazing. And eventually, I don't know how it quite transitioned, but I think I, I just met a couple of my clients in real life. And it was just such an amazing shift. And more and more, I started talking about what I did and the invisible coach started to dwindle a little bit and people wanted to hire me to teach them how to be a coach. And I took things to Facebook and started doing Facebook lives. So it just kind of kind of grew that way. So I made it to six figures. I grew a six figure business out of the front seat of my car with no social media whatsoever. And um, that was that was five years ago. I took it to the Internet about a year later. I started Facebook live challenges about two years after that. Now, you know, consistently making hundred thousand dollars a month or more like six figures a month um without a website or anything like that it's just been connections and relationships and talking on facebook and growing a facebook group and growing an online presence so it's been a really amazing ride and uh, just transitioning now into you know getting a website and doing doing all the things but it, it took me this long to even get all the bells and whistles it started just a business of people so it's been quite the journey but it's been outstanding I love this, like, from start to finish. And I love, like, because I've totally been there, like, a couple of years ago, like, the whole bankrupt thing. Like, we lost our house and everything. And it totally, you're like, oh, man, time is ticking. And yeah, really, the only thing that, like, moves you through it is just, like, personal empowerment. I actually, I'd never heard, like, personal empowerment before. I love that you said it. Yeah, I love it. That's, that's, that really is what happened. All of a sudden, I was responsible for myself. It was, like, an overnight shift. It changed everything. And change is instant, right? Okay. It's like all of a sudden, it's like all of a sudden, I was, resp- instead of everything being someone else's fault, everything became, a, like, I was at cause and effect of my own life. And it, instead of it being that life was happening to me, this is one of the first shifts I got, was like, life doesn't happen to me, it happens, you know, for me. Mm-hmm. And I used to always say, you know, life happens for a reason, but I got it on a deeper level than that. It's not just life happens for a reason. It's if life is happening for me, then what should I do now? If this is somehow for me, then who should I be right now? If this is somehow for me, if this was put on my path for me, then what should I do about it? Why is it there? Then I, what do I need to do about it if it was there for me? I love that. And I kind of just started re- like responding to my life that way and it changed everything. <laughs> I know a lot a real large part of why I asked you to be here is because I love the way you celebrate. Yeah. So I'm like, how do you feel like, like making this shift in your head from like personal empowerment and being like, you know what? I'm going to celebrate the shit out of myself. Like, how do you feel like you got there? Like, what do you think the foundational piece would be? Does that make sense? Like, like, why do I celebrate or how? I guess, like, my question, I'm sorry, I kind of, like, got so excited. I'm like, oh, I love this. (laughs) (laughs) I guess my question is, like, for people that don't celebrate ever anything, 
what is like the shift in your head that that like kept you like you were in this place where you were like oh my god I'm 25 I failed like how did you go from this space to like someone who can celebrate like you lit up just now when I said the word you know what I mean like (laughs) how did you shift it so here's the crazy thing I you know you think you understand gratitude Mm -hmm. but I really realized in my life that I had no idea what gratitude was until I was able to feel it in a place where there was no reason for me to be grateful. You know, you're, I'm grateful because someone makes me a sandwich. I'm grateful because I get a discount on something. I'm grateful because it's a sunny day when I need it to be. I'm grateful because, you know, there's a reason. There's always mm-hmm. a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm living out of the front seat of my car. I'm sitting in the front seat of my car. I'm completely distraught and upset. And everything is going downhill at a rapid rate. And I'm listening to Jerry Nestor Hicks or Abraham Hicks. And they're saying, they're talking about an emotional tone scale, an emotional scale. Like you've got to be able to gently climb the ladder. You know, you start being completely depressed. You try to skyrocket yourself to joy in one minute. It's not going to work. It's like, how do you climb this emotional scale? And it was explaining all the levels of emotion. And one of the highest emotions was gratitude. And when I saw the word, it really annoyed me because I was like, if I'm supposed to get out of this with gratitude, I'm screwed. Because I, there, I mean, I'm hungry. I smell. I'm living my car. Like this is not. I, I am not grateful for anything. And I'd say I'm grateful to be alive, but with the thoughts I've been having in my head, I can't even say that's true. And I'm just sitting there, like, trying to find something to be grateful for, and just couldn't. And I was kind of. I mean, I was exhausted. I wasn't sleeping properly. But I, I, I went in the moon. You know, like when you kind of zone out mm-hmm. and. I was sitting in the front seat of my car in my Honda and I had a little sky, you know, like sunroof type of thing. Oh, my and it was, it wasn't open because it was snowing outside, but I could see through the glass mm-hmm. and it started to snow really, really big snowflakes. And I was in the moon. I was looking up and all of a sudden I kind of caught these snowflakes. I noticed them falling and they were falling right onto the glass and I could really see the shapes of these snowflakes. And there was one that was falling and I kind of caught it falling and it was falling really slowly. And I had this feeling of like, wow, I, there's no other way that I ever could have seen this. You know, if Mm -hmm. I would have been standing, it would have fallen either in front of me or it would have melted on my face. You know, like if I was like, there's no other way I would have ever seen a snowflake fall like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it literally overwhelmed me with gratitude. And I was, I was like, what is this feeling? I truly, really felt grateful in that moment that I was in my car to catch that snowflake. And I kind of got it like, okay, life happens for you. Like life is happening for me. Like this is something. And it was, I don't know if it's because I was exhausted or if there was just nothing to focus on, but that's the thing that brought me back. Being able to feel grateful for what I was experiencing because there were things because of this experience that I was experiencing that I never would have without it. And it kind of started to shift my way of, of thinking. And I was like, this is, this is really amazing. So what I allowed myself to do is experience gratitude. And what I feel a celebration is, is a party thrown in the name of gratitude. When you celebrate, you're just, you're just celebrating gratitude. You're saying, I'm going to take a minute to express gratitude. 
whether I, I raise a glass to gratitude, whether I go out and dance to gratitude, whether I make a celebratory post, it usually a celebration is in the name of gratitude. I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful for another birthday. I'm grateful for a business thing. I'm grateful for another year of marriage. I'm grateful for like, what is it? Whatever you're celebrating usually comes from gratitude. So I made it part of my, my practices to always notice when I was grateful and to make a point of anchoring it in somehow. So celebrations became grander and grander as my business started to grow and I made more money. But at first, a celebration looked like a prayer, you know, or a, a moment of silence or of smiling or a, a journaling or, you know, just started like that. Then as I was making more money, it looked like having going for a pedicure. Um, and I remember even trying to to get out of, of my car, living in my car, I was staying in little motels when I was making more money. So it was like $50 a night in a motel. Mm -hmm. And um, one night I had a client who paid for my hotel room because I, it was like an in-person client and she was having me drive out. She was like, if I pay for your accommodations, will you stay overnight for our session? I was like, yes. Yeah. So she paid for my, my hotel room. And I just remember the feeling of like, wow, this hotel room raised my vibe like crazy. So what I started doing is sleeping in my car as, as many nights as it took so that some nights out of the week I could sleep in a hotel room. I preferred to sleep in my car half the week and in a nice hotel room for like two days than to sleep in a motel seven days a week because the motel didn't make me feel good, didn't make me feel high vibe at all. But I could celebrate and really feel grateful in a high vibe hotel room. So it was like understanding the polarity that sometimes it's difficult and sometimes you celebrate, but either way you keep your eye on the big vision, the big picture. And I don't know if you've ever heard of my prove it concept, but my, this is where this came for me. It's like, sometimes it's going to be effortless. Sometimes miracles are going to happen for me and other days I'm going to have to work my ass off, but either way I'm in either way, I'm going to do it. So celebration for me is taking the time to anchor what works. And it's so important because we're always running after a new level. So if we don't celebrate, we're just running. I love the way that you word things. Like they're so like, like they just click like instantly. Like you were, you're right. Like if we don't stop, we run. If you don't go, oh yeah. my God, this is gratitude. This is gratitude right now. I like to feel this then you, then the next time you just run by it even faster. Yeah. I love it. And unfortunately, this is what we see everywhere. Like stars who, who run right past it. And then they're mm -hmm. falling into drug addiction and, you know, they're, they're, they lose their, their luster and they're all over the, the news because of bad things now. And, you know, why they, they go, they get depressed because in the moment where they're actually doing it, they're still running after more. They don't, th this is what happens to us if we don't, celebrate we always get to a point where we want more always every living organism on the planet grows till it dies why would we be any different but if we don't enjoy the ride it's empty and hollow and meaningless because we never get to the destination as a matter of fact the day we get to the destination we wish we hadn't that's the end oh my gosh you're, you're so right that's so funny and i've never ever in my life once thought of it like that that is the destination. It's the end. Yeah. And we so got to enjoy the ride. The ride's the party. How do you feel is the best way for someone 
other than zoning out, do you ask yourself questions to help you shift back into that gratitude state? One of the questions I ask myself all the time is if, if this is happening for me, then what should I do now? Then what should this I do? is one of my favorite questions because unfortunately we tend to zoom by positive things and get stumped with negative things. When we're feeling good, we're on a roll. It's so easy. And then the minute something bad happens, it's like a kick in the teeth. And we're like, oh, why is this happening? Why is this happening? So the biggest shift is not even in the positive side of things. It's on the negative side of things. When bad things are happening, if you can look at it and say, okay, this is happening for me. So what should I do about it? Who should I be now? What should I do now? It opens an awareness that you're in charge of your life. When you are in charge of your life, as soon as things shift back to being good, you feel responsible for it. Because if life happens to you, that means you're not responsible for the bad things. It also means you're not responsible for the good things. I prefer to be responsible for the bad things and the good things than to not be responsible for any of it. I absolutely love that. I love like everything is my fault. Like, yeah, all of it. Everything stems from me. Everything responds to me. I am the one that starts it all and the life responds to me. Yes. Yes. It's about like embodying that next level, right? That we're chasing and then loving it when we're there and then embodying the next level. Yeah. And if something happens that wasn't what we wanted or wasn't what we were expecting or wasn't what we needed to happen, well, it happens and we look at it and we say, okay, well, if this happened for me, then now what do I do now? Instead of everything happens for a reason and one day I'll know why, which is just like no responsibility for life at all. Like a lot of entrepreneurs go through this, you know, like I want to have a, a six figure launch. Or I want to have a, you know, I want to do a 10 K month or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then instead of doing a 10 K launch or 10 K month, they do a two K month and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm no good, blah, blah, blah. And they go into this whole downward spiral. So the downward spiral is what disconnects you from gratitude. It's what disconnects you from growth completely. Because when you are, when you are at the mercy of your expectations, when you're disappointed that you didn't hit your expectations, you don't see growth. Because what the real question is, is, okay, so let's say you only made 2000. Well, who are all the clients who said yes to you? you know, so can you be grateful for those people? Because we are just focusing on the ones who didn't say yes. But what about the ones who did say yes? And what if life is happening for you? What if you haven't yet achieved the level of self-awareness that would allow you to be able to stay at your standard of execution for $10,000? What if right now, based on your prices, you're only an energetic match for $2,000? Instead of wondering what's wrong with you, why not use the people that you've manifested into your life and be the best freaking coach for them that you ever could be. And then grow your energetic alignment so you can pull in more people next month. Say, if life happens for me, what do I do now? If life happens for me and 10000 was not in the cards for me, then what do I want to do with this $2,000 worth of business? Who do I want to be here to call in 10 next month? I love this. Like, you almost leave me speechless, to be honest. <laughs> you can tell that you run trainings because you just cover it all. And then I'm like, oh, I don't have a question. <laughs> like, you can just tell you're so thorough as a coach. 
I love this. <laughs> I guess, oh my gosh, I love that. That's all, awesome. So I guess all I really have then, dude, oh, because you've really, you've covered all of this. I love this because you've covered like the foundational pieces. Like you don't have to have a ton of money to sit with it for a second and go, I am grateful right now. I'm successful. I did this thing right now. And then move forward to the manicures and then the hotels and things. So since we've shared the pit of your business, do you also want to share the peak of like what you can have with celebration and gratitude? Oh my gosh. Like, okay. So this is the magic of it. I teach my clients to celebrate. I teach my clients to celebrate their clients. Like I would probably call myself the queen of celebration. It is how I grew my business. Kevin and I celebrate all the time. You know, it's, it's just, it's how we anchor in anything that's good as we throw a party in the name of gratitude. So what does that look like? You know, whatever, whether it's, we go take a walk in nature and we we're grateful, whether it's, we have the amazing hotel stay, whether it's, we go to a, to another country or whatever it is like, it's always for a purpose. We never just do things. We do things in the name of things. Let's go do this to celebrate this. Let's go do this to celebrate that. And what happens when we do that is, first of all, it increases our vibration. And everywhere we go, people want to know what we're celebrating. We are asked constantly, what are you guys celebrating? And we're like, life. Or I love that. Achievement. <laughs> you know, there's always something to celebrate. And we really we really use every life experience to anchor something in, to be grateful for something else. So it's like growing your life from one gratitude to another. It's like, a, it's like yelling to the universe, yes, please, more of this. You're, you're telling the universe what you want more of. Like, yes, this, yes, this, yes, this, more of this. And when I do something that makes me happy and I'm doing it to celebrate something else that makes me happy, it's like, I'm just masterpiece after masterpiece is like, is how I'm running my life. And I always say the best time to launch something extraordinary is on the back end of a masterpiece. So I decided to, you know, really celebrate my success by giving my sister an amazing gift. Last Christmas, I gave her a globe and a pin. And I said, you tell me where you want to go and we're going. So my business actually skyrocketed again this year and my budget for the trip increased dramatically. And it was like, what do I, I really want to anchor in success. You know, my sister and I both had a, a difficult health year this year. So it was like celebrating our health, our sisterhood, celebrating my accomplishments. It was really a cherry on the Sunday kind of trip. And we went to Paris and we flew to Cannes in, in France. And then we took a helicopter to, to um, Saint-Tropez. And then we took a helicopter to Monaco. And then we flew to Ibiza. And I rented a private jet from, from Ibiza to, to Italy. We went to Capri and then we took, chartered a private boat back to uh, Positano. Oh like God. it was the most crazy trip I've ever done. But I can't tell you how many times we expressed gratitude during that trip. I can't, I can't even tell you like the joy, the, the, the gratitude for what's been done. It's not just we're doing it now. It's we're doing it now. And it's in the name of gratitude for what's been done and what's coming. And it's, it's a celebration of life. And it's a celebration of what's possible. And it's a celebration of what's been accomplished. And people love us so much when we're in that vibe. We manifested free stuff every single place we went. Extraordinary service, extraordinary people, free champagne, free service, free, like just free stuff everywhere. 
People just wanted to be with us, spend the day with us, take us places. We manifested a free driver in, in Central Pay who was just like, I just want to, I'm going to take you around. Like he had this Mercedes truck. He was the one picking us up from the, um, the helicopter ride. He was just meant to take us to the city center. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to be your private driver all day. Just took us everywhere. It was like everything we needed effortlessly showed up. And we celebrated it every time we did. And we cheersed every time to everything. It was like an absolute celebration. And I will tell you this because I know the podcast doesn't air for another little while, but you will be the first person to know when I landed, Kevin asked me to marry him at the airport. (laughs) Dude, I was already like smiling over here and exploding in the glitter over your trip. Your sister's a heck of a planner. Oh, congratulations. (gasps) So now I'm engaged on top of it all. So it's been like absolutely ridiculous, honestly, just unbelievable. My business is generating, you know, multiple, like over six figures a month. It's, uh, I'm set, my, my, I'm, I'm engaged. My, my sister is incredible. My, my life is amazing. It's like, and this all started brokenhearted, bankrupt and lost. And it just, if you can find gratitude and grow, the best time to do something extraordinary is on the back end of a masterpiece. So focus on what works and do something amazing in the name of it. And then nail that and do something amazing in the name of that. Just find a way to be grateful for what you've got. And when things don't work out, ask yourself, if life happens for me, then what should I do about it now? What do I do with this if it happened for me? It will change everything. So fast, your head will spin. I love that. Just, and it does, it does change everything so fast being able to go, you know what? I'm grateful where I am right now. These people don't seem so terrible. Like the customers aren't so bad. You can just take a step back and go, you know what? I'm allowed to love being here. And then you can have big, beautiful things and beautiful trips and beautiful engagements. God, I'm still exploding in the glitter. I love, (laughs) I just, I'm so happy for you. I love this. I love this. I love this. So I'm sure everybody else is wondering how they can connect with you because we I'm, I'm sure like you guys need to go see this trip first and foremost because it's beautiful everywhere. And I love I just want to add this. I love the way your videos are slow enough that you are really taking the time to look at it. It's like it's one thing that I'm like, oh, I do need to slow down. So where can we go find you? I'm going to link all of them. I still have the links in the description, but the little guys listening. This is amazing. Well, my Instagram is alphafemofficial, at alphafemofficial. And then you can find me on Facebook, obviously, Melanie and Lair. I have just add me as a friend or I have a business page also. Same thing, Melanie and Lair. And then I have a group on Facebook, which is alphafem. And uh, working on a website right now, but it's not it's not ready to be launched yet, but it is being worked on and also starting on a podcast. So there's some great things coming in the works, but for now you just connect with me woman to woman. If you want to reach out to me through uh, email, you can also Melanie at alphafem.com. I love this. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for, thank you for having me. This was fun. Thank you. I love all of this. Like I don't, I'm just glitter. I'm just glitter. (laughs) If you need me, thank you so much. And everybody else, I will talk to you Thursday. Awesome. Bye, beautiful. Bye.